mostly I like to watch ones that I'm very nostalgic for, which would be like your home alones, your uh, uh, Christmas vacation. Um, mm-hmm. I love, oh wait, Harper, we talked about the Grinch. I love uh, the yes. live action Grinch, which I know is very polarizing. Yeah, I, I had a fun time when, when we talked about that one. That was that was a fun movie to revisit because I think I hadn't seen it in so long. But I mean, I, who, you can't deny Taylor Momsen's star power as little Cindy Lou Who, yes, you know? I know, she's Are so cute. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, speaking of great Christmas movies, Christmas on the Square. <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my this goodness. On, I've been meaning to listen to that click remember that record that you bought me like two years ago well i just remember that it's sitting in the closet so i called you up just to tell you i've been meaning to listen to Ruth. i've been meaning to listen to Ruth. why don't you come over and talk about it talk about it i love that we get to do a movie how neat so exciting i feel like there's like a spectrum of christmas movies and um it's like delicate it's like a delicate balance because uh you were saying you don't like christmas movies but i know some people love like the hallmark style super predictable just i think it's like atmospheric mostly is like Mm -hmm. what those are and then uh but then there's something like this which is like i don't it's so crazy because i was trying to describe this to a friend I feel like there's an uncanny valley of Christmas movies and the Hallmark stuff is where it's sort of like it's not like good enough but it's not bad enough to be something I really want to be watching Mm -hmm. and then but this one is like really good but it's kind of made in the style of one that's not that good does this make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> it is a it is it is a unique uh piece of Christmas work, I would say. Yeah, like don't let me yeah. get ahead of myself, but I love the way it's like set clearly on a sound stage. It's very much like we're putting on a show. This is a play. Mm-hmm. Dolly Parton is magical. <laughs> Before we dive too deep into this, uh hi everyone. Welcome to I've been meaning to listen to that, the podcast where we go through uh albums we've been meaning to listen to or in this case movies uh and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests i am harper thompson Uh, i'm stephanie senior and we are joined by the wonderful the excellent the lovely you may know her from tiktok or instagram as clary poppins it's claire lochran oh my gosh thank you so much wow harper i am so impressed you got the name absolutely on the dot like I mean, just because everybody's always like, how do you say it? And I'm like, honestly, I don't even know sometimes. Um, but yeah, <laughs> yes. Just, yeah, just pull up Pedro Pascal and change it every time you say it out loud. Yes, it makes me feel special because I feel like a true friend. We're all true friends here Perfect. in the spirit of the holidays. Um, right. Hello. Hello. Uh, yeah, yes. Thank here, you for joining here, us. Harper's here. None of the boys are here. None of the just boys. Just like God intended. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I should be <laughs> Just like Dolly here. intended. That's, That's right. right. It's what Dolly would want. Yeah. Um, we are talking Christmas on the Square, Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square, I should say. Um, and yeah, it is a doozy. I, I watch a lot of Christmas Where? movies. Um, <laughs> uh, if you follow me on Letterboxd, which I, you know, highly recommend, um, you'll see that I've watched like 
at least 50 Christmas movies already this season. <gasps> That's so great. Yes. And it does include yeah. a lot of those Hallmark and Lifetime TV ones. Do you pay full attention when you watch them? That's a great question. Sometimes I do. I will say I think one of the greatest Hallmark movies to happen has come out this year. And it's oh. called A Built More Christmas. Uh-huh. And I think personally that if it had more money and a theatrical release that it would be a movie that would be in the Christmas canon like people would love it oh that's so interesting to me because actually I was just watching trailers for a bunch of Christmas movies and some of them just seem like not great because of the quality of the production of it and so it's like sad that sometimes they just don't have a chance even if it's a good story because sometimes yeah again that uncanny valley thing where you're like I'm watching this I don't think it's good but I don't have a reason to think it's not good other than, I don't know we're just so trained again for like a certain quality I guess yeah for sure I yeah there is definitely like one I'm because I've watched so many of these tv Christmas movies um you can kind of feel the budget a lot in them so like you can like I can tell that like a lifetime has a little bit less money than a hallmark which has mm. less money than a Netflix you know that's yeah kind of how they work and so it's Dolly Parton's Christmas on the square it was a Netflix release yeah yeah and you can see but, you can. that's true you can see it in that budget that's a, there's you, some budget totally, happening here so. absolutely and the cast like i don't think those other uh, networks would go for true. this cast that's so true yeah it's yeah it's an interesting group in this one um and our our main gal is dolly and she's in this one playing an angel um but of course she has been a, a long time christmas queen um uh, Claire, what is what are your uh, preconceived notions or your history with Dolly Parton? I love Dolly Parton. I I've I remember always loving her because I remember I will always love her. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Um, because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, um, I remember when I was very young, kind of. I feel like the culture's uh, appreciation of Dolly has grown and it wasn't there when I was very young. I remember when I was very young, it was like, oh, she's a lady. She's the lady with the big boobs. But like, and now it's like, of course, with we've given her the due respect, but I I always loved her. I, I've been to two Dolly Parton concerts, which Ooh. are incredible. If you ever have a chance to go to a Dolly Parton concert, please do. It's like, it's a concert. It's a it's it's church it's like uh, uh it's a just it's just like all good things put together and she plays like 70 million instruments it's so fun she's like storytelling it's so good so I just absolutely adore her and I'm so happy that uh we as a nation have uh made this Dolly Parton's America which is another great podcast if you have and listen to it it's about her life i think i only got two episodes into dolly parton's america but it's very good it's like deep dive yeah it's oh great. yeah yeah it's really i mean it's it's a lot but yeah if yeah. if you're a fan and interested in her life it's really interesting steph how about yeah. you oh my god i don't know i feel like dolly parton's been around my whole life so i don't know <laughs> i don't have like a point where i can be like this is when i became aware of her which is interesting too because i actually i grew up listening to country music but i did not grow up listening to dolly parton so I listened to like mm-hmm. very like poppy 90s, you know, contemporary country music. I did not mm. grow up listening to old school country music. But I mean, I don't know. She's Dolly. She's she's like seminal. She's she's evergreen. 
She's just yeah. always pre- not 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 uh, dissimilar to this poster um, uh, in Claire's background. She's just oh. sort of always looming uh, <laughs> over my life. She watches over that. us all. Really I love does. that. I mean, um, rightly so. She is the largest face, but it's very funny that that's, that's so. Right. But like that's I don't know. I yeah. it's 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 yeah. It's hard to like pinpoint where my like understanding of her began. But yeah, she's I know increasingly I think with the culture um understanding her more I've also like learned more about her music and learned more about like what a cool fucking person she was and continues to be and then also totally. I got her COVID shot so heck yeah <laughs> I know her philanthropy is like a whole other thing it's like yeah. as if producing like decades of music wasn't enough and then also her like reading library for children and it's like just thing after thing is so cool yeah. and like gracefully handling yeah. all of the misogyny she's had to deal with yeah, By getting incredible. in front of it, right? It's like so, right? Like if you're the first person yes. to make a joke about your big hair and your big boobs and your whatever, mm-hmm. then like what's anybody yeah. else going to say to you? Totally. Yeah. 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 She's so amazing. She could, I mean, you know what I mean? It's like Dolly, like you don't have to be doing all of this. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to be like a role model for every single person and every way to behave when you are right. being treated terribly, but you are and you're doing it gracefully she wrote what did she write i will always love you and jolene Mm -hmm. or something on the same day yes oh is that right oh my god that's the story yeah you can stop you can truly (laughs) you don't have to keep doing all the stuff i mean you don't have to you can but you don't you can just like (laughs) you can quit (laughs) you know now she's like out there during that the football game and a cheerleading outfit looking amazing oh god she looked incredible i know yeah so for me with dolly yeah same kind of same deal she's just kind of omnipresent uh forever she's always (laughs) been there um i feel like nine to five is probably the dolly parton song that i grew up knowing first Mm -hmm. Um, which is weird because I never saw that. I still haven't seen the movie. And it's good. yeah, it's, it's, it's on my list. Um, and yeah. And then I remember her being on the Hannah Montana show because she's oh God, Miley's yes. godmother. And she's, of course, also Another Hannah cool Montana's thing. godmother. <laughs> of course she is. I love when they do that on shows. They're like, it's not Miley Cyrus. It's Miley Stewart. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> Different person. Aunt Dolly, different person, not her Aunt Dolly from real life. Duh. Dolly Darton. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, but love Dolly like we all do. So, so we are here. I have such a bad, yeah, I have such a bad tendency to do so every time I'm trying to transition. I got, I got to work on my transition, you know. Let's see. Let's come up with some. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. just to like really draw it out. <laughs> super organic (laughs) yeah so we're going to organic organically move along now to discussing dolly parton's christmas on the square i don't remember did you pick this one is this like a you know a love of yours this film so i did pick this one and well originally i and so i was like oh is there an album of that and i looked it up and there is an album called dolly parton's christmas on the square which has other songs in it which is just like a holiday album um, but I was very excited to learn we would do this movie. However, I think I saw it maybe once last year. I know it came out in 2020, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, obviously I love Dolly and just this movie itself is like the very best of this genre of like, you could pretty much pinpoint every cliche from the start and like where we're going to go from the start, but it is a, it is a delightful ride. And again, this cast is incredible. Um, so it's really fun. So I was really excited to chat about it. I, I don't know what I was prepared for, but I don't think I was prepared for it to be quite this. 
I yes, think I was maybe expecting totally. like a Hallmark movie, but I, I'm, yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be like big budget Hallmark style. Oh like yeah, this and is. this totally, and this movie has twists. Oh my god, <laughs> links to few twists. Oh my god, and so turns. Many. It's like Dolly does these Christmas specials, right? So they're not exactly mm. movies. This one's, I feel like, more like a movie than some of her yeah. other ones, probably because yeah. she has that like. Is it like Dolly Parton's like Rocky Mountain Christmas or something? That was like an NBC thing. And she also did Dolly Parton's like, it's like a coat of many colors or something like that. Um, So she has a couple of those. So she does, she produces these things that kind of straddle this interesting line between special and movie, I think. I love it. I love that sweet spot that like you're Bing Crosby, you're Michael Buble holiday, like this is my house and you're coming over and I'm going to (laughs) start singing songs like that. I love that so much. I have so many things to say. I don't, I need somebody, I need guidance. I don't know what to do with this movie. It's so wild. Well, (laughs) why don't we talk about themes of the movie? That seems like a good place for us to start. Themes. Okay. Uh, uh, being a Scrooge. Yes, this is big, big Christmas Carol energy in this one. It does. I feel like Christmas. Uh, Christmas, yes. Jesus, kind of. Jesus, I would say, is is a big theme in this one. There is, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. A lot of church going on. Yeah, you know, you would think that Jesus is usually a theme in a Christmas movie, but he Um, is not always. Not (laughs) quite. So um aggressively perhaps yeah Yeah. you know he he doesn't always show up to his party you know sometimes it's just suggestion um sorry um, you just gave me i'm not i'm not you just gave me an idea for my 33rd birthday oh my god please tell um i'm not turning 30 it's it's in a couple years so i have time to execute it but like the jesus 33 is the year that is the age that jesus was when he died right so your my 33rd birthday party would be me planning the party and then not showing up oh my (laughs) god and then showing up like three days later or something oh but that is so funny so you have two you're like meet at this place at this time then then also three days later yeah so it's like your friends have to be at both places so then they'll get the payoff (laughs) um that's that's good i like that one of the dumbest ideas i've ever had um i'm obsessed (laughs) well inspired by christmas on the square what who knew who Who knew knew this movie uh it's fruitful she did um let's uh i would i had like i guess like there's something about i would say like community because Mm -hmm. it's just you know all this little town that for some reason christine bransky i guess owns um which was confusing to me uh yeah family (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. i mean it feels like all the like christmas buzzwords (laughs) it's like yeah family joy fulfillment light angels angels uh mm-hmm. magic kind of but... yeah uh, um, uh capitalism totally yeah okay i would the, say yeah. capitalism is a is a common christmas theme for sure capitalism um health health yes uh um, losing loved ones <laughs> It spans all genres, really. Yeah, anything you could possibly think could be in a movie uh, is in this movie. (laughs) Yeah, you actually really could tag this movie with like 
this is like a Christmas movie and it's like a romantic comedy and it's also uh like a medical drama and it's like totally oh my god it's so funny. <laughs> and it's, it's kind a, of there's like ghosts drama. in it so it's kind of like a horror movie too <laughs> like, yeah and it's a musical <laughs> it's a musical that's right you really it really it, there's really something for everybody <laughs> yeah every character really has a full arc and there are a lot of characters yeah, there are a lot of characters. There are so many wonderful people in this movie. And I I would like to take a second just to talk about a few of them. We got oh, yeah. uh, uh, Dolly, obviously, uh, um, who is the, the angel, who is, you know, kind of doing the whole Christmas Carol thing of leading Chris- the evil Christine Baranski in the right oh, direction. Yes. And she does the Beauty and the Beast thing where she shows up right. in the beginning as one character. Mm. And we think that she's this one lady asking for change as if she is an unhoused person. Mm -hmm. But then we find out she's a beautiful princess. That's right. She's a beautiful (laughs) princess angel. That's right. Um, Beauty and the Beast, Christine Baranski doesn't give a fuck about either of them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. It's a little different. I was about to say, unfortunately, they don't fall in love, but that is not what happens in Beauty and the Beast either. So, but you know what? If this movie ended with Dolly Parton and Christine Baranski getting together, I like oh. I think we would have won cinema. I don't think we need yeah. to make movies yeah. anymore. I like that. I love that. That is a good twist. The Queen Dolly, the Queen Christine Baranski, and the Queen Jennifer Lewis. What the fuck? Yes. Totally. What was Jennifer Lewis? Does she owe Dolly a fit? Not that I, I don't know. Like <laughs> I know what you mean. She was. She just was like. She's great at everything she does, but. I was like, what a weird Yeah, Jennifer like, Lewis kind of weird needs more to do. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, it's a packed cast. Like, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Harper, but Yeah, no, no worries. And Dolly. Yeah. Yeah, Jennifer Dolly, Lewis, obviously. Jennifer Lewis. So Jennifer Lewis playing the hairdresser and former mayor of the town. Yeah, that was, yeah, they snuck that in there. But then I saw at the end there was a little, it was like a photo of her yes. becoming the mayor, I guess. Yeah, so she had been at what she was the first woman mayor of the town. Yes, and so. she's also, I guess, law of the longtime friend of Christine Bransky in here. So she's sort of the one person who can tell Christine Bransky to her face that she is yeah. not nice. That's right. That's kind of a great scene. Like, is the music memorable? No, but it is kind of great. Like, <laughs> like I appreciate the setup of like getting your friend in your chair doing their hair putting a face mask on and the entire time being like and here's every single problem i have with you right now like, yes. you can't leave you're just yes. you have to listen to it it's, i think that's pretty great i love it yeah and christine pransky is like hardly affected by it she's like oh whatever just finish my hair i don't care i'm kicking everyone out by midnight yeah is this the time yeah. to go on the tangent about the acting i don't like what's the when's the when's the right segue it's like I feel like this happens in Hallmark movies too, where it's like the acting directive is like, don't overplay it. Cause they're worried that if they over, they're going for like naturalism and they're oh. worried that if you overplay any of the emotions, it won't feel like real and natural. And like, as a consequence, then what happens is all of these emotions get really underplayed in this heightened story. <laughs> so then it kind of feels like people aren't like Dolly Parton ghost shows up as an angel in Christine Baranski's house. And she's like, who are you? <laughs> like, it's like, so like, she's like, not surprised. She's like, are you breaking into my house? And I'm like, bitch, she just appeared out of midair. No, she's not breaking into she's your house. She's floating like, on a cloud. Happening? She's like, oh, you yeah. must be my yeah. brain tumor. That's right. Yeah. Like, 
Yeah, there is uh, a lot happening. And I think, yeah, a lot of people in the movie were playing a lot of things differently, I think. I feel like Janine Mason, who plays like the angel assistant, I know and love her from Roswell, New Mexico. Um, She, and she's also a dancer. I feel like she was on like Bunheads or something, maybe like a million years ago. She is super familiar and she's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. So she's got like kind of Clarence energy from speaking of It's a Wonderful Life. She's like trying to become a full angel. Yeah. So she's an angel in training. Yeah. We don't learn that until, you know, a one third of the way through or something. Yeah. We think she's just Christine Baranski's like abused assistant. Yes. Yes. Which again, yeah. It's like, why are you doing this job? You're complicit because she clearly doesn't like it. But then we learn why she's doing that job. Mm hmm. Because she's doing a different job. <laughs> yes. She's literally doing the Lord's work. Yes. She sure is. Oh, because um, in that first scene, Dolly uh, said something. She's like, shouldn't you be working? And there's our little hint, which I enjoyed. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm dancing in the bank. Yeah. I hope the people listening have watched this movie because I realize I'm being so vague with oh. things I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, Dolly yeah. is her angel boss. Yeah, if you haven't watched this movie to the listeners, um, definitely go watch it immediately um, and then uh, come back and finish listening to this podcast because right. it is uh, say, so confusing. We plot summary at the top, but I also don't know if you can summarize. I don't even know plot. how you would. I mean, I guess like, you know, evil Christine <laughs> Baranski owns this town and is going to evict them all on Christmas Eve night. Exactly. Uh, and we see how the lives of all of these townspeople are affected this holiday season. Yeah. And we get little glimmers that something happened with Christine Baranski that made her this way, but we don't know what. But also, how does one person own a town? Is that a thing that is real, is my question. Because I I don't know. I mean, maybe a small town? Is that true? Can you do that? You just I own a town? Know. I mean, it seemed like, so her dad was like the founder of the town, which would mean that this town is very, very new, right? Because like, yeah. you know. And how do you found a town? Like you need to, what? what? It's in Kansas. The things like, we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's in Kansas. Like, so no I one's guess... doing anything with this land. So here's a town. Mm-hmm. And he built it so that he could keep. Keep the rent low and the spirits high. Ah, but then hear we that find out. Terrible mm-hmm. business model. <laughs> well, <laughs> which Christine, Christine Baranski, Baranski agrees with. Yeah. I can't, and, say, I can't disagree with her on that one. <laughs> and she's from the big city because she left that town and never wanted to come back. My favorite part of the opening number is that her entire thread in the opening number is got to get out of this town. And I'm like, don't you live in, you'd already did. You live in yeah. New York. You aren't here. You're not trapped here. Like you can, she's you already left. Kim Cattrall. That's right. She's like, I don't want to be in a place for even one hour when I'm not having a good time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I assume it's hard to like be the landlord to an entire town remotely, though. I could see how the the business would bring her back pretty regularly and she just wants to be completely done with it. Yeah, I guess. So what I guess what happened was her her father passed away like the year before or or a few Mm -hmm. months before. And that's why now she's doing it. Our friend Pug from She-Hulk very helpfully says we haven't seen you since your father's funeral six months ago or his very boring wife. I don't remember. They're whatever. One of Josh Segura. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He's I love so him great. so much. I also, love him. he's so good in everything he's in. The other two, yes, Lance. Um, I yeah, I watched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I watched this movie um a couple like when it came out and I think I watched this movie before the other two and so I think maybe when I saw this movie I didn't understand what he was about or what his vibe was because his delivery is so unique right Mm -hmm. the way that he talks is very um slow and intentional Yes. Um, and not the way, not the same rhythm as most other people. And he also just seems like so overly sweet. You're like, what's mm-hmm. this guy's deal? But then you yeah. see him in other stuff. You're like, oh, I think he's actually just super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and just like very lovely and like, yeah, like attentive, like you said. Yeah. yeah. So I think like having the context of Lance from the other two weirdly <laughs> makes him like so much better in this, you know, it makes him make sense. What is oh Christian? That's of Christian, course. Yeah. I mean, yeah, of course. <laughs> what other name? Pastor Christian. Yeah. You know, like back in like medieval times when your name was like your profession, right? Like when you were like, a, yeah, um, a, yes, like a, yeah. I, I can't think. Miller. Like Miller or Porter. That's right. It's like yeah, they they just knew. <laughs> That's okay. so funny. He was destined. So should we take a quick break and then we can come back and yeah. talk about highlights and lowlights? Sure. Let's do it. Yes. Okay. Break. Brb. Okay. Hello and welcome back to I've been meaning to listen to that. Uh, we are talking about Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square, and now let's talk about some highlights. Claire, what is a highlight for you? And I think that we should do song and like moment, right? Since this like has it has the songs, but also uh, maybe some of us struggled a little bit to remember all of the I was songs. just gonna say I'm gonna be honest with you I'm looking <laughs> at a song list and I cannot remember most of these however like they're pretty songs and uh, by the way they're all yes. written by Dolly Parton also yeah. the choreography is by Debbie Allen I yeah we did not talk about Debbie Allen uh, I love her queen of my heart um I every time I think about Debbie Allen I think about um I don't know if you guys have seen Camp from 2003 oh, yes wait but, Harper, did you put that on one of your top movie thingies it made me so happy oh probably i mean i it's one of my most watched movies of all time for sure that's so funny i love that yeah um but there's this line in it where uh one of the characters he goes okay miss allen we've all seen the beginning of fame and then the the dance teacher does like this really intricate tap number and he's like they do that on fame and it makes me laugh every time and i always (laughs) think about that when i think about debbie allen the choreography Um, it's great that opening number Wow. Yes. Twirling, lots of jumping, lots of things I don't think I could make my body do. Yeah. Do you think that the singing, so usually in a musical, unless they are performers, I assume that the music is like this thing where the overmotion, the emotion of the scene overflows so much that it can only be expressed in song and dance, right? And it's not actually happening, but it's just like kind of you know, it's not diegetic. Diegetic. Oh, yeah. There yes. You go. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in this one, I don't know. I kind of could believe that in this town, they were all singing and dancing for real. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that actually kind of comes from that feel of it being all on a soundstage where it's like mm-hmm. something about this town. It's all just like uh, it's like vibing on this certain level that I think you're right. Maybe they really are singing to each other about wanting to have a baby and that's just how they communicate. <laughs> it has that like white Christmassy, like old timey Christmas movie feel where it's like, do the songs do much for the story? Are the songs there because we decided it was a musical? Probably. But like it does. Yeah, it does have that sort of feel of like, it's a fucking musical. We're going to do yeah. music, you know, it's it, like, which is yes. kind of endearing. 
and it is packed. There are 25 songs listed yeah. here, and the movie's like 90 minutes long. So, yeah. and like, yeah, like you said, it's kind of just like, well, we're gonna sing this thought instead of have it be like, yeah. it's not like we're gonna stop the show and, you know, do a big number. It's like, well, we're just gonna say the words instead of, yeah. or sing the words instead of say them, rather. Mm-hmm. But I, Chris- I also, to, to, even though I, to the, even though I don't find any of them particularly memorable, I didn't find any of them particularly out of place either. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like, yep, cool. Like you like accept it as the react, you know, that's like, yeah, yeah, sure. They're going to, the the adorable pastor and his very boring wife are going to sing a song about how much they love each other uh, in the middle of the square. And it's like, fine. It's like cute. You know what I mean? It's like, is it a great song? Maybe not, but like, I'm on board with it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love, I, I agree. It's like, we're rolling, we're doing it. Here we are. Of course, why not sing that? Uh, but again, I'm looking at this list. Fairy tale, maybe, just maybe. A father's fairy prayer. The one oh, fairy tale with the kid. The with the kid. Yeah. I will I really say. want to like, but that kid, ooh, they auto-tune the bejesus out of her and I can't listen to it. But... Mm. Okay, so highlights. If there was, if we were pressed to say a song that we liked the best of all these songs, uh, Clara, Steph, uh how are you feeling well we were saying we remember wickedest witch in the middle yeah very fun also so pretty edgy lines in there uh the beginning is very threatening and violent um (laughs) uh which that was really catchy Mm -hmm. and that was the fun like whole town charm song kind of thing I feel like an angel's prayer, not like the, you know, the greatest song ever, but it's a, it's a nice like conclusion to the movie or it's not even like the very end of the movie, but it feels like a nice, it fits in nicely towards the end where, um, you know, Dolly Parton's like, you know, angels do know, like, like anytime that you're, you know, you're like praying for something, you know, angels know what's going on. Is that the one where she immaculately conceptions the wife? Oh Hell my yeah. God. Wait, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That's a part that I needed to talk about. Because <laughs> it's so funny. They're like, yeah. these poor people, all they want is a baby, but then like an angel comes in and like, and she's just like, give, magic yeah, baby. immaculately, yeah, conceives a baby. So it's like, is it Dolly's baby? <laughs> or is wow. Dolly's baby? <laughs> Who's, is it? It was like there's like gold magic sparkles, and the lady yeah. goes like, like she knows, and she's yeah. like, I better well, go get an airproof test. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, actually, oh wait, they did find out because then they say it like pretty. Yeah. Yeah. For grandmothers. Yeah. No, to the, there, there actually is a thing that I noticed today that I like a lot. Actually, if I'm not being a totally ironic jerk. Um, but right before, like right at the beginning of the movie, they sing their little love song to each other and they, they make some comments she makes some comment about like, oh, like the wife, she's like, oh, you wanted to be like a father and a husband. And like, we didn't know that I, she's like sort of alluding to this. She's like, like, she sort of leans into this. I think you're expecting her to lean into this like feeling of like shame that she can't conceive. And then he's like, Hey, you're going to be a great mom, no matter where the kids come from. And then that moment is over, which actually, I actually really appreciate for yeah. like modern, cause I feel like there's so there's, you know, I feel like it's like a sort of cheap trope to be like, Oh, I'm less of a woman. Cause I can't have a baby. And they're like, whatever. We just want to be parents. We don't care. Like, yeah. it actually was kind of nice. Yeah. I actually kind of really like that. I, no, I just it's, like it's that sweet. too. Yeah. And that's also, I think when he says like, Oh, I want to be your husband your and husband, I want to yeah. be our kids. Yeah. If it'll parent. happen. If yeah. it happens. Yeah. So Lance. That's so Lance. That's so Lance. <laughs> I yeah well and then I didn't even really put this together before I mean obviously this is a big thing that comes up at the end of the movie but so it turns out he is Christine Baranski's biological son who was Mm -hmm. she was forced to give up for adoption 
And so I guess, so he would have been adopted and would have this kind of broader concept of what family is, which is kind of nice. Yeah. You know what? I don't even think they, he says that he was adopted even during his speech. Does he? He's like, this man looked after me. I grew up and there was this guy that was just around. (laughs) He paid for everything. And then I became a pastor. (laughs) It's so it's like a strange, again, that's like that little like religious aspect that feels like there's feels like there's more they want to be saying but they're trying yeah. to keep it very like clean and yeah, like family friendly and yeah like, exactly like yeah they don't want to get too political with anything i don't really know what the politics there would be but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> for sure uh well okay so a moment i love which i kind of was talking about but it's just when dolly parton appears on that cloud in christine bransky's house it's just <laughs> it's so I don't know. It's just so like magical and fun. And you can tell Dolly was like, I just want to look freaking amazing and be as magical as possible. And she just zooms right on in on her little cloud. That is like her transport. I love it. Yeah. Is that the part where we get into um, light your lamp? Yeah. 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 So the lamp is like a big part of this um, because mm-hmm. it's it's the first lamp that's supposed to be like, you know, the the model for all of the lamps that were put in the town square. The Olympic um, torch. <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> and um, it was very important to her father. Uh, and then later is revealed there's like a secret compartment that very, has the family late. bible that oh, has yeah. the family history written in the Wait. front there's so many layers somebody was like and since it, it's in the bible <laughs> it must be must true, be true. <laughs> <laughs> i think i oh my god wait oh there was a different part i like audibly guffawed at but we'll we'll i'll, I'll let you know in a minute but yeah that was <laughs> we're not even there yet yeah that was so nuts there's just so much information just being revealed late later and later like the thing with her going to a, the dance for you know for the listeners i guess she had this boyfriend who was was his face treat williams treat williams treat williams um, okay rest in mm-hmm. peace my king from oh, everwood did, oh yeah he passed away yeah, yeah just this oh. year Oh, treat. Yeah. Uh, and I think he's also kind of a staple of a bunch of those Hallmark and Lifetime yes, movies. He was, so that's a nice tie-in. Yes. I love The Christmas House 2, in which oh. he plays the father of of the main guys. But um, but yeah, he's also, of course, in The Christmas House 1, but I think The Christmas House 2 is a better movie. <laughs> I love when the sequel <laughs> surpasses the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess she she they were like dating and then she thought that he was cheating on her at a dance because they showed a clip that looked like he was possibly cheating on her but she did something rash but again they don't like say what it was but then you find out that she got pregnant at this dance and then had to like go into hiding and then give the baby away even though she wanted it but then there's so much it doesn't make sense because she was so angry at her father for making her give her baby away. But then within one read of that Bible, she's like, I understand. But I don't like, what does she understand? I agree. I really did not understand why all of a sudden they were, she was like glorifying the father at the end of the movie because like, yeah, he like forced her to live in hiding while she was pregnant and then took the baby from her. And like, I don't get what. So she just read in a book and he was put up for adoption. 
And that was, yeah. it, it somehow changed everything. And yeah, I mean, because Dolly, she knew Dolly, this... sh- Dolly, Angel Dolly shows her what happens after he leaves the hospital room. Remember? She's oh, laying in the MRI. Oh, yeah. okay, first, Why did it happen? Do you remember this plot? There's this red herring brain tumor plot that's happening. Yes. So, she's oh, yeah. right? so she's laying in the MRI machine and she's like, that's when we find out about the whole thing, whatever. And then, and then like, she like gives birth to the baby. And then she's like, she's like, no, daddy, I love him, whatever. And then, and then her dad leaves the hospital and and then Dolly's like, but you didn't see what else happened. And then, so she shows like her dad being like, well, I can't like this town is really small and reputations like are long and I don't want her to base the stigma forever. So we have to get, I don't know. Oh, I, I still just don't. No, I still didn't get it. it. I was like, <laughs> so I was like, why would that make her feel better? She's like, my dad was ashamed of me and didn't want me to be like an outcast. But, yeah. but I, yeah, I remember they, they, they tried to make it like, oh, this is the explanation, which, but, also, but then like, I love that. I also love that. Like we, we can't say that she had sex but we can say that the little girl's mom fucking drowned on the side of the road. Oh my God. <laughs> that too. Okay. Also that whole like part. I'm like, why did that have to happen? <laughs> Just to like make Christine Bransky feel bad, I guess, because she was sort of tangentially responsible. Um, oh my God. Yeah. yeah that, that was wild. Girl, like, almost dies and then magically recovers because they yeah. gotta, I, I can't. <laughs> yeah. This movie has no problem describing violence, but yeah. when it Sex comes to, yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, I, made a mistake that's like all she says and then all of a sudden she's pregnant you're like oh, oh okay <laughs> well yeah and then i guess also because she never spoke to the guy her boyfriend guy and even when they're adults they like don't want to talk about it when it would be very easy to be like oh i thought that you were cheating on me which still wouldn't you know like fix it but at least they could get on the same page with what was happening yeah but no, it was just... i'm sorry like i just had to... i'm sorry i had to go have a baby i'm sorry i like didn't talk to you and yeah. also the weird implication that she's selling the town because she's like kind of mad at him. Like, yes, she's like, I don't want to remember this one guy who lives here, and I don't. Yeah, this guy who didn't actually do anything. Yeah, and they're very well into, anyway convoluted. Yeah, <laughs> I think with the little girl, it's gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like with the little girl, someone thought, oh, wouldn't it be really cute if there's a child who's serving whiskey at this bar? And they worked backwards from there and gave her like a horrible backstory. (laughs) They really did. But what's funny to me is that Christine Bransky calls it out. She's like, "Uh, are you a little young to be working in a bar? And the girl's basically like, no, my life is much darker than that. Yeah, she. I think my notes from the my note says, <laughs> she says I'm an old soul. Yeah, and that's said, that doesn't make it legal for so you to yeah, no. I'm an old soul. Yeah, tell that that's to not an excuse, Susan. the authorities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, that her story is so wild. And then okay, the part that so then the tragedy happens with this child um mm-hmm. oh my god wait what ha- I, I don't oh oh they oh They're, my gosh so they got yeah. into an accident and the dad has one sh- one ripped sleeve mm-hmm. and like a little bit of splatter of blood like to show they they were yeah they were in an accident but then when they all come together at the end and she's out of the hospital wait mind you this all happened in one day yeah. So she's yeah. rushed to the hospital. Christine Bransky airlifts in the best doctor or something. Yeah, the best pediatric neurosurgeon <laughs> in the area. <laughs> and then, I mean, good for her that she's able yeah. to do that. But then within a few hours, like just uh, just the again, you're like you said, like the medical drama aspect of this, which is like none of this is how this would take place in real life. She would be in the emergency 
room for a while and then yeah and then like she she's better and then within hours she's back and she has a bandage wrapped around her head Mm -hmm. in a way that is very I don't know like community theater (laughs) this person uh, was in the hospital an hour ago and there's also Uh, sorry I forgot about this because I kind of didn't I kind of didn't close watch it the second time I forgot about they like she gets so they get in this car accident they take her into the hospital everybody's panicking what happens jennifer lewis shows up with her posse of gays at exactly the right time what's going on and then like everybody goes in the hospital and then they cut to dolly like talking to felicity or whatever and mm-hmm. i was like so is the implication that dolly got those two in a, gar- a car crash like she <gasps> crashed the car so Ooh. that regina would learn to be a nice person <laughs> like what the oh, fuck is this movie? again the violence <laughs> the angels you know, I mean, I guess when you're an angel, you can look out, but uh, yeah, I wouldn't recommend hurting people mm-hmm. <laughs> to look out for them. She's, she's um, just, you know, her powers are, I just, the angel logic in this movie is just, I, you know what I mean? I, I, I have a lot of questions that I would like somebody to answer about the angel logic of the movie. Yes. Because if she can immaculately conception somebody and she can rescue a child from a car crash. Yeah. What I th- is the limit? <laughs> At one point, she said something like angels are more powerful or like know even more than you could ever understand. So it's like, I guess, like you said, they're just all powerful. They can do anything. Um, But also, okay, another angel question. So Dolly says she was there to answer Christine Baranski's father's prayer. And what what was that? What was his wish or prayer? What if his prayer is to bring his his kid back? Yeah, so that shit... Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to remind her that this that this, that she wanted to grow up to you know embody the ideals of her father, which is to again keep the rent low and the spirits high. Oh yes, okay, <laughs> I see. Enough. So unfortunately, he passed away before his wish came through, but mm-hmm. it did. So apparently, yeah. mission accomplished. Just appear on a cloud was taking her sweet time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Interesting that she waited so long. But I maybe guess we Dolly, had to have. Maybe she's God. I know she says she's an angel, but That's I don't know. True. Yeah, it's oh, true. Yeah, true. Because she says her name is Angel, That's so maybe true. she she's is God, powerful. but she maybe. goes by Angel. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is a little too powerful. What again? Like I, I've been wrestling with a lot of the rules of these Christmas worlds recently, uh, and this one has a lot of questions of what are angels actually capable of yeah more questions than answers i feel in this one yeah uh any are we still on highlights do we yeah should we let's let's transition over to lowlights i know we've kind of been doing both at once a a little bit but um do we have any like major lowlights you know not enough jennifer lewis yes Yes. huge lowlight yeah, I did enjoy, this is not a low light, I guess this is kind of more like a highlight, but Try, the gospel version from the end. Because um, Try is a song that they do like maybe three or four times. I don't know. They're like a million reprises. But she comes out at the end and does a, a gospel version because she's like, you know, I know I feel, you. we all feel like God's, you know, love and affection is distant from us right now, but we have to try and feel it. And then she breaks out into a whole gospel number. I thought that was pretty good. And I could have used a little bit more of that. Yeah, it's Amazing. woefully under under Jennifer Lewis. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wonder, like, I mean, I know it's about the whole town, but I think because it's one of those stories where there are just so many characters that we don't yeah. get enough of anybody, really. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I loved Felicity, too. Like, what's I her deal? Her. Yeah, yeah. Give, give me more. 
Yeah. What, uh, let's see. Low low lights. The fact I can't really remember the songs. Yeah, I would say that's kind of like an overall low light. Um, that I mean, yeah. Again, like they all the songs work. They all actually kind of they they tell the story or uh, give you a little bit more information about the characters, but none of them sonically really stand out except yeah. for why was wicked wickedest witch of the middle. Yeah, yeah, they're very yeah. good in context, but I don't think that you're like, wait, I need to listen to a father's prayer reprise. Mm-hmm. I guess, well, no, I I was going to say low light was like logic, but I kind of actually like the fact that it doesn't really make sense. Like the, like the fact that the doctor's like, I need you to have a, an MRI now. and Because I presume this all takes place over like one or two days. Um, and everything happens yeah. so close to Christmas. Like, and she doesn't even live in this town. So yeah. how is she seeing a doctor here? Also, uh, they don't have a drugstore anymore, but they have a hospital that has an MRI machine. In it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the doctor is just willing to tell her personal information like while she's driving away yeah. after having hit him. <laughs> almost Yeah, she's him. constantly she almost, almost killing her doctor. Maybe like more choreography would have been fun or if we would have had like more group numbers spread yes. throughout. That could be cool. Um I guess that's I, not really a low light. I'm just trying to add more things. <laughs> I kind of also wish sorry Debbie Allen. I wish the choreography made more sense. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like yeah. just it doesn't make sense even in the context of this like heightened like wild like we're doing a christmas pageant like yeah it, the choreography doesn't make and why are they tap dancing in the bank it is like, like the high does yeah. not make any sense <laughs> yeah you're right it's like high energy choreography for a kind of low energy story yeah <laughs> and it's very this is like such a stupid thing it's a, this is a stupid way to phrase this but it's like too dancey do you know what i mean mm. it's not storytelling mm. it's just like dancing yeah yeah they're all big breakout numbers exactly that's what you need in the middle of the show to be like wow Mm -hmm. this is a nice little you know energy shift but for the beginning it is like well i who is everybody right i need our where goes there goes the baker with his tray like always always, yeah but to your point (laughs) i could absolutely have used more of it yeah (laughs) absolutely (laughs) that actually might have made more sense if it was was more more present If they danced in church, I'd be all about it. But oh yes! Yeah. Oh my gosh! They like they like push the pews aside. And That's right. The midnight mass component component of this is the only part of this movie that I think is rooted in any kind of logic. Like it absolutely makes sense that they would all be at church on Christmas, like the nights before Christmas. I'm totally on board with that. That's like the <laughs> only part of this that I was like, yeah, I got it. I don't have any questions about this. <laughs> I love that. And they're like, and it just happens to coincide with this deadline that she set. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she can just arbitrarily set. But then also at yeah. the end, even though she's already sold the town and everybody's already moved out, she's like, it's over. I'm, it's <laughs> right. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, hold on. You just kind of ruined our lives. And... Yeah. They already moved out, Christine. Like, <laughs> Yeah. I also the sermon. So he says that, like, oh, I think he'd be pleased with the sermon that, uh, you know, about the his, well, now we know his biological grandfather um but uh and but all he says though is like you know I tonight I was lucky enough to meet my birth mother and then yeah. he presents Christine Bransky and that's it there's no sermon really it's just no. I, I had a good thing happen to me tonight and I mean honestly it's very generous of him to think this is a good thing that Christine Bransky is his mother yeah True. surprised that the town didn't completely turn on him yeah right after that <laughs> you also tease up like a Mary 
allegory, like a yes, Mary comparison. Yeah. Oh, for sure. He's like, I am. That he Jesus. doesn't follow it, yeah. but he doesn't finish it. But it's yeah, like, it's like, and she gave the baby up for adoption. Uh, and that baby was Pastor Pug Jesus. <laughs> yes. Well, I think, doesn't his wife say something at the beginning about how he doesn't, he like didn't write the sermon? Or am I confusing this with a different movie? No, she did say like, oh, you didn't write anything, right? And he's like, yeah, but I think I got something. You know? There you and go. Then, so yeah. he's like, yes, now I don't have to write anything. I'll just send Christine Baranski over and she'll finish. <laughs> That's yeah. what it is, really. Let Christine Baranski do your work for you. Wow. Wow. And I, it is film. surprising. I know. It just, it is really funny how everybody's just like okay with it all of a sudden but i guess everything moves very quickly in this town because she was able to spread out those notices the day before they were being evicted but also Mm -hmm. i wonder how much money do you think she offered them i don't know i mean it must have been she seemed to feel confident that it was a reasonable amount of money it has to be at least enough to like build them all you know what i mean (laughs) oh yeah because that's the goal is to get them out so they can get a mall in the biggest mall in the middle of america right they use the phrase in the middle a lot in this which i wonder if it's just like because it's like dolly thought it was an interesting like turn of phrase but they never say the midwest which i feel is like the Mm. way you would actually say that they just say in the middle maybe she's just a big fan of that show that abc show Yes. I did notice that at the end of Wickedest, Wickedest Witch in the Middle, Christine Bransky ends the song by saying, I believe the word you're looking for is middle. But it didn't like have the punch that yeah, it, it wasn't like thought a joke. it did. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was like, couldn't she have said, like, I believe the word you're looking for is witch would have been like yeah. m- much yeah. stronger, I think. But uh, obviously that doesn't like rhyme or go with the song. But yeah, but it was interesting how much they were highlighting the middle. Yeah, maybe just yeah. to remind us that this movie is for everyone. Yeah. Whether especially. you're liberal or conservative from the East or the West, because this takes place in the middle. <laughs> That's right. Every coming together. Yeah, yes. we could all reach to the middle. Wow. Um okay, so did we I, I feel like we did love lights. Um do we have any any stray observations? I just wanna I just wanna um hype up my man treat williams because he he yes holy moly like i you know what i mean like i was like listening to it again today and i was like i wish this song was more interesting but wow his voice is so beautiful and like he's got that really nice light tenor and he just he flips it into his his falsetto every now and then and like i wish i could sing it to remember what it was but i don't but it, it he just wow he just was a really beautiful singer i didn't know that i didn't know he was like a broadway hoofer so like this yeah. is a delight for me <laughs> yeah he's from either. uh hair the movie yeah. hair from 1968 oh. oh, yeah. nine yeah keeper and, of memories yes and he is excellent in that film as well for anyone who hasn't seen it yeah he has such a warm presence so mm-hmm. it's nice again like this the casting was really great in this it's just got a lot of really interesting people and i i guess the final thought like this is it's a delightful christmas movie and once you get in, like, once you lock in to the rhythm of what this movie is, like, you're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if you know, uh, yeah, I mean, just take, go on that ride with it, you know? Yeah. It's a fun mm-hmm. ride. Anything from you, Harper? Not really. I was just looking through my notes. And to be honest, I don't remember why I, lo- I wrote a lot of these. I just said, you could do anything in the square at Christmas. And then I quoted that and I said, me, like, that's the thing that I said out loud to Jonathan while I was watching this. So I just feel, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on in this. Um, 
and uh yeah it is an experience for sure um okay well uh let's do our final thoughts and rating Steph do you want to go first yeah sure um oh what's what can I say about this movie um if I was rating this like a compared to just the whole pantheon of films it probably would not get rated very highly but in the pantheon of like Christmas movies of this genre um it's it's like top notch it's like you know it's uh they've netflix has more money than hallmark and it shows and they use it which actually is great like they use the money for high production value the sets are all beautiful i we've said a lot of goofy shit about this movie but the sets are like immaculate and very well dressed and everybody even though they looks like an old navy commercial the costumes are great and like you know everybody looks great like so the production value is super high the cast is great um i'm gonna i'm gonna give i'm gonna aim high i'm gonna think i'm gonna give this an eight an eight child bartenders out of 10 <laughs> yes so sorry. <laughs> wait i love the child bartender okay claire are you ready or do you want me to go um i'll go okay so i think it this is delightful if you love dolly parton you are in for a treat go on this ride like you are in really good hands um it is yeah it's all of the like classic cliche Christmas things wrapped into one movie and it, but still it's done in ways that are a little bit surprising like there are a couple of twists that you may not be expecting so it's not entirely formulaic which is kind of fun um it has some great performers in it and they're fun together and um it is dolly what could go wrong what could be wrong <laughs> it's perfect um and it is really just like it's like a warm cozy blanket of a christmas movie it's like a not too it doesn't take itself too seriously also like i think it knows exactly what it is and it and it it does it really well so i will give it um 8 out of 10 lamplights <laughs> perfect beautiful um i'm about to sound like a real grinch right now um but i i had a, i had a fun time i had a fun time i had a fun time but i am going to compare this a little bit against the pantheon of film uh, <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how you can i don't know how you can <laughs> and give it a, a um 5 Christmas Eve eviction notices out of 10. You're not the bad, actually. I am. I am to every movie ever. Not bad. Yeah, mm. not bad. Not bad. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a hoot for sure. Um, I also will say, like, I have watched, I've been so, binging the Christmas movies really hard between, you know, just wanting to stay on top of what's current with Hallmark and <laughs> Lifetime and then also having my other Christmas show. I'm I've done a lot of Christmas. <laughs> I mean, I will say this is like no other Christmas movie. And that's what I'll say about this. That's also that's, fair. I mean, wow. Coming from someone who's seen all of them, mm -hmm. all that's something. Movies. Pretty much. Something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, Claire, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for having me. What a treat. Going on this ride. Um, do you have anything you'd like to plug? I mean, uh, if you like, um, if you like going on tangents about weird things, I do a lot of that on my Instagram and my TikTok. That's at C L A R Y underscore 
P-O-P-P-I-N-S, Clary Poppins. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I have a podcast that's called Inside the Disney Vault. We've been on hiatus for a long time, but we have a back catalog of a lot of fun stuff. Again, if you like people talking about movies in this way, where we like to um, talk about <laughs> what's, what's going on when it doesn't always make sense. Great. Um, and uh, Steph, where can the people find you? Uh, I am at Steph M Senior on Instagram, S-T-E-F, because my parents didn't wanted me to be different, I guess. So S-T-E-F-M <laughs> Senior on Instagram. And I don't use Twitter anymore because it sucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and you can find me on Instagram and uh, Letterboxd and TikTok at Harping About. Um, and you can also follow the podcast at I-B-M-T-L-T-T on, uh, you know, all the platforms, TikTok, Instagram, and all that good stuff. And you can follow uh, Andrew at Andrew Bruce Lee. Michael at Lemon Taco uh, and Stanley at sta- Snap a Stem. Snap a Stem. Uh, apparently, I don't, I cannot believe this, but this entire time, I have not been following Stanley on Instagram. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you like had to get on that. <laughs> well, everyone should go follow Stanley now. Uh, get right. on get on the same page as us. We, ha- we, we love him. Uh, we love all of our co hosts who could not be with us today. Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, Claire, why don't you pick a song for us to, pl- to play us out on? It could be from this movie <laughs> What or immediately not. popped in was Christmas on the square, which is the first <laughs> time I thought of it this whole hey. time. All right. Well, uh, oh gosh. Thanks everyone. Uh, goodbye and Merry Christmas. Click. Christmas on the square. Everybody's there. Laughing, singing, joy bells ringing, smiles are everywhere.